Welcome to the first ever Slugcast episode. My name is Cynthia Ordonez. I am one of your fellow podcasters here with the Division of Student Affairs and Success. And I'd like to introduce another one of our fellow podcasters joining me here today. Hi, guys. Um, I'm Savannah. I'm a junior living in Santa Cruz right now. I'm double majoring in cognitive science and history. And um, I'm a journalist and podcaster, the Division of Student Affairs and Success. And I'm really excited to be here, excited to be a podcaster. Hope I can be a resource for students to feel connected to UCSC no matter where they are. Um, and speaking of which, where are you right now, Cynthia? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm down here in sunny, sunny Southern California, though today, this morning, it's actually reminding me a little bit of Santa Cruz. It was raining last night. It was so pretty. <laughs> Yeah, it was raining. I'm in, so I'm in Santa Cruz, and it was raining here too. Um, and I'm actually recording this outside in my backyard. It's kind of crazy. It feels like we're just like on a phone call. I know, but this is actually kind of nice. It's really, it's really soothing. Maybe like hearing like the occasional bird noises and all those like little wind chimes. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, so for our first episode, we're talking about the stress that students are feeling right now and um, during our polarizing political nation. Kind of a heavy topic for our first episode, but I think that's good. Getting straight to the real stuff. Wouldn't want it any other way, you know? Yeah, I know. Honestly, um, it's especially down here, I can give you the experiences. Um, man, I have been so stressed this past week. Um, yeah. I had quite a bit of work to do for my other classes. Oh, yeah, I never mentioned Hi, um, I'm a psychology major. I'm a third year. I'm a transfer student. I'm forgetful. <laughs> um, but I have been feeling kind of all over the place. <laughs> I have exams every week. And on top of everything, having living down here in near Los Angeles and having the worries of like this week, we're having a new president. Um, I don't know, yeah. there's been a lot of things on the news. I'm kind of worried a little bit for my safety and I wanna make sure I'm safe. Um, that's Wait, been a little bit you, stressful. You have exams every week? Are you in those classes that have like two or three midterms? Yeah. <laughs> oh, those are the worst. <laughs> Sorry. I know, it really sucks. But um, I mean, I'm taking three classes. Um, they're trying to keep me on my toes and I really don't mind. I mean, this is the first time I've taken this much of a heavy like workload and yeah. i've i feel like i've been memorizing more psychology stuff than i have them before so it's working <laughs> yeah that's awesome now how about um, you <laughs> yeah this week i feel relieved that we made it through the inauguration um it was a definitely stressful past couple of weeks in general like with the storming of the capitol building and like, all the political turmoil going on at the mm -hmm. end of trump's presidency and everything um but I feel a lot better now that the inauguration's over. Obviously, this relief is pretty short-lived and a lot of things still need to change, but I had an okay week. I went hiking on campus a couple of times and it really helped lift my spirits. It was nice. Oh man, the inauguration, huh? I think, I don't know. I thought it was, I, I think honestly, Lady Gaga's dress. That was, oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. The whole joke of like, welcome to the Hunger Games with her pin. <laughs> I don't know. She was wearing her whole a whole Etsy store. Oh my goodness. But I thought it was really pretty. And aside from that, I don't know. I thought it was it was pretty long, but I think they I kinda like liked it. I thought it was nice. Yeah, it it was long. Actually, um I watched a Trevor Noah news recap and I learned that the only actual requirements in the constitution for inauguration day is that the president just has to take the oath. 
but you know like we add the whole parades and like all the singing and dancing kind of making it like a sweet 16 party for white men in their 70s <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but... but like um like on the actual inauguration i thought that biden gave a pretty decent speech it kind of sounded like he was giving a eulogy um but it was well spoken and I watched a couple news reactions to his speech, and everyone was just hyped that he gave a coherent speech without any obvious lies in it. Um, you know, bars on the floor for that. But yeah, I thought it was a decent speech. Nice, nice. Thanks for that. And I know you mentioned that you're up in Santa Cruz right now. So I don't know, like, what's it like right now? What are the vibes? Is everybody chill, like, on campus or, like, near town or what's going on? Yeah, general vibes, pretty chill. I'd say they're pretty chill. Santa Cruz, um, been pretty chill these past few days i think there's been like a few protests against biden or pro-trump rallies nearby but i actually didn't witness anything like that in santa cruz this week um most people know santa cruz is pretty left-leaning but i actually learned this week that the last time a republican won the majority in santa cruz county was in 1968 with richard nixon wow and um for this election this past election in november trump only received 18 percent of the santa cruz vote and that puts Santa Cruz in the top most four anti-Trump counties in California. So I'd say general vibes of Santa Cruz during this inauguration um, have been pretty chill. No one's rejoicing in the streets or anything, but yeah, people are generally cool. Man, that's, that's pretty interesting. I never knew that. Thanks for that fact. Wow. Yeah. Um, and actually, that really reminds me. Um, did you ever, and this happened, like talking about like protests and rallies, um, there was this whole like story that happened a couple weeks back about a mom who had shamed her daughter about like telling her don't go to the Black Lives Matters protests because they're not mm -hmm. safe and whatnot. But then the mother ended up going to the whole shabacle that ended up happening at the takeover, <laughs> just to make it put it simply. And it was it was wild like the fact that her mother was telling her not to go to something that was put out there to be able to support people and to actually empower people and she's <laughs> not bringing any positivity to the the world or at least to her nation in the moment what do you think about yeah. that i'm really glad you brought that up because that video is like the most relevant thing we can talk about because it's one of the most blatant examples of opposing political views with your parents i think um not respect for the girl I, I think i read that she was 18 takes balls calling out your mom when you're 18 um but it also didn't sound like they have the best relationship because uh the girl was kicked out of the house for going to a black lives matter protest i don't know i think it's crazy and like what would you do if you found out your mom got punched at a pro-trump rally um <laughs> i honestly i would not know i wouldn't know what to do just the fact that I mean, at least for me, I'm still stuck down here in Southern California. If I found out that she was there, I would, I don't know if there would be anywhere to go just because of COVID at the moment. It's not, I would not want to expose my friends and like go to their house and crash with them because I wouldn't want to be around her. Um, I think this would be a very difficult situation considering the timing of it. But I think knowing myself and knowing the kind of person I am, I would just try to sit down with her and just talk through of like, why, why did you do that? Why did you think it was okay for you to be at a violent thing, but you got mad at me and kicked me out for going something that was peaceful? Like that makes no sense. Like 
I would want to hear her reasoning and then from there try to talk with her and maybe try to bring her down to see eye to eye with my reasoning. So, I don't know. Uh, I think that's probably what I would do. That's a very composed way of handling it. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I would, <laughs> I would be very upset. Um, something that I thought was actually really funny about the inauguration, though, was Biden said that um, in a speech that we can stop the division between our political parties if we can just open our souls instead of hardening our hearts. Like, as if the only thing we need to do to have a world is just have a worldwide meditation session or something. And then, like, once we're enlightened, we can have that tough conversation with our conservative moms who go to the <laughs> pro-Trump rallies. Uh, that'd be but pretty nice. <laughs> actually, meditation might help a lot. Maybe he was onto something. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. And talking about that, honestly, how about you? Like, I kind of mentioned, like, if that were to happen, but thank goodness, um, my mom and I, we're both pretty democratic leaning. Um, yeah. How about you? How would, how would you really, like, I don't know, how are you dealing with this at home? <laughs> um, you know, nothing really gets me as heated as arguing with my family, like, specifically my parents, about politics. Um, especially when it comes to human rights issues. And I'm like, what is there to even argue about? How are you disagreeing with me right now? Um, my mom's Hispanic and she grew up in San Jose, but she was in a, she grew up in a pretty conservative family. And I think that there's some things that are just so embedded in her that she won't change her mind about them. No matter, no matter how many conversations that we have. And like half of me doesn't want to give up when it comes to trying to show her another perspective of stuff. But at the same time, she never budges and it's just emotionally draining to argue and to argue so much about it. Um, and I just feel like it's so much more hurtful when you witness your parents saying something inconsiderate or disrespectful. I'm just like, come on, guys, times are changing. You can't say stuff like that anymore. But it's just a generational difference. Um, and my mom's a Democrat, too, but my dad's Republican. Wow. And I just feel like my dad has a mentality of, I don't care if that's something I'm not supposed to say, you know, it was normal when I was growing up. But I live away from home. I'm 20 years old. I don't see my parents all the time like I did when I was in high school. I don't want to spend the precious time I have with them when I visit just arguing and getting getting upset. And I don't think that they want that either. But it's also hard to pretend like everything is just perfect in the world right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, thanks for sharing all of that. Um, wow, I cannot imagine the kind of emotional stress you're gonna have to go through every time you are around them but i'm really proud of you of like saying you know what no like i'm gonna i know they're my parents i know they have differing opinions on all these things mm -hmm. but i'm gonna try to make the best of being here with them i think that's really great of you i'm like i wanna give a little <laughs> clap to that <laughs> well thanks but also i feel like the general consensus in my family is just like to try not to talk about politics Mm -hmm. but it's just hard right now because it's so prevalent and like even when i call them on the phone sometimes just to catch up it can be frustrating when they make a comment about something going on politically so like you can try to avoid talking about it but at a certain point it's just inevitable yeah you're right and i feel like that happens and, and especially now like normally it would have been like during thanksgiving when you have the whole family together and everybody's like who are you gonna vote for next time? Like that kind of thing. But I now, it's and there's like, always family members that try to stir up drama. Yeah. But especially now, since we're kind of just shut in wherever you may be, like at home or dorming or I don't know, but I don't know what other living options can come up to my mind right now. But I feel like just kind of sitting there, 
it has its positives and like negatives too because you have a moment to step back and really take a look at what has been going on and you can try to enact some change like maybe try to sign some policies like online or sign petitions to try to make good positive changes like i feel like we've become more aware of what's going on around us yeah, and totally. politically and even like socially within our daily lives like we've become more aware of our habits positive negative and kind of going off of that like changes signing petitions oh my gosh we're rejoining the world health organization Woo! we're rejoining the world i'm honestly i'm kind of excited about that i'm really excited about the new some of the new policy changes that have come along um i know me too i swear since he's been elected colors seem brighter birds are <laughs> um yeah super happy about the 17 executive orders that he literally signed on his first day including the paris climate accord thank freaking god oh i know and the reversement of the immigration enforcement laws obviously very yeah. important um oh actually my mom called me the other day like almost in tears of happiness telling me that i should maybe consider stopping um, my payment of student loans because I've, I've been slowly paying back the loans I took out when I started college but she told me over the phone that Biden might waive them or at least like a portion like I think ten thousand dollars of student loans but I guess we'll just have to see I don't know if I should actually withdraw my payments yet because um, I'm a little skeptical obviously but we'll yeah see. and I think we have every right to be skeptical about some of these things just because it's we're we're treading water we're starting brand new and we're just trying to really refocus everything right now to try to hopefully bring a little bit of a more like unity and a little bit more of a positive impact towards our United States community. But I think that is so cool. I'm honestly really hyped about, especially since we are all students here at UCSC, we want to get them loans forgiven. It's pretty pricey. It's not, it's not a joke, but um, same thing. And then going back, like, climate like the whole climate thing like the fact that we joined those paris accords like i think we we've ne neglected a lot of environmental issues in the past four years but i kind of hoping that we at least maybe get a little bit back on track with the rest of the world and yeah. hopefully pick things back up and especially knowing that santa cruz is such an eco-friendly community and we're there to try to take care of everything as much as we can I'm really hyped to maybe have a little bit of those vibes like everywhere else, even if it's just a little touch of it. Yeah, I'm I'm hyped that Biden even acknowledged climate change in his speech. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> that he acknowledges it at all. He uh, in the inauguration speech, he said that he'll confront it and defeat it, which is obviously very bold. But um, it's okay, great so that Cynthia, how have you been feeling today. about this presidential transfer of power, especially as a student taking 15 units? That could be a lot, right? Yeah, it's um. I gotta be honest, it's been it's been pretty overwhelming. Um, I've I know this is a very bad habit, and I should definitely be more aware of what's really going on. But I've just kind of been avoiding watching the news on TV. Um, I really it just stresses me out more, kind of like being like in the loop of every single little detail of what's been going on. Of like, mm -hmm. especially like this morning, no joke, I there's this YouTube channel I watch that they bring in a little bit of commentary and like they simplify the explanations of um, like the whole political thing that's going on. And yeah. they already tried impeaching Biden. They already what? brought a proposition to impeach Biden. I know. Oh I'm like, wait, they didn't announce this. Like, I didn't hear about this in the news yesterday. Like, what is going on? Like, and now I'm like um, thinking like, like, over what? What did 
they're on what charges um from what i'm aware um it's that they're trying to impeach him for things that had happened even before he was inaugurated as president so there's no way that this there's no way that this is going to go through because this is stuff even before he was president and yeah, a lot of yeah. the claims have been pretty biased and they are not backed up by a lot of facts or they're kind of based off of rumors and whatnot so i don't even know if this is going to go anywhere but it's it's really it stresses me out thinking that it's only been two days since Biden's been president and they're already trying to like go ham on and like trying to stop things. I don't Yeah, that just sounds like they're just some butthurt Trump supporters going for a last last resort at getting Trump back in office. Um, but dude, the news has just been like during the whole oh, during the presidential debates with Biden and Trump, like those were hard to watch. I totally get you. I try to not watch the news that often, too. I just mostly watch the recaps also on YouTube. Yeah, I think just watching the recaps has been really helpful because it doesn't, like, it's not that they block off the details that we don't need to know, but it's more just like, okay, here is the basic information of what just happened, and here is the things that you should be aware of. Like, anything else... Yes, it's important, but if you don't want them to have like intrusive thoughts throughout your whole day that's going to distract you from doing your daily work, um, they kind of cut that off. So they make it a little bit easier for you to digest and still be in the loop of what is going on. Yeah, definitely. Just the highlights. The highlight yeah. reel. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And talking about highlight reels, um, I know that you had mentioned that since you are up there, you wanted to get a little bit of the tidbits of what the other students think about this whole situation, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, what other students experience with their families, politics-wise, over winter breaks. Um, how the politics affects your family. I know that affected my family over break. Um, affected a lot of our conversations and stuff. So, yeah, just um, talking to some students. We'll get some interviews in there of like what other students experienced this past break over the transition of power. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm actually. Oh, really nice bird there. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. We're getting that Raven's okay. political opinion, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh, but I'm actually really excited to hear this because I don't want to just put out there mine and Savannah's opinions. I want to hear from other students on campus. So if you're cool with it, yeah, let's go. All right. Uh, so, an experience I've had with an un uncomfortable family moment was definitely going to Thanksgiving, being with my mom's side of the family, who's very split. My mom is very liberal and progressive, but her brother and his kids kind of lean the opposite direction. Um, and my grandma, bless her heart, is very sweet old woman, but... And she's had a lot of questions about what's been going on today with the political climate. So the, the question that she posed to our family was, what do you think of the Black Lives Matter movement? And there was just immediate silence. All of like the small talk that was going on in the room just ceased to exist. And she goes, oh, come on. Just like, just give me a yes or no, whether or not you support it or not. 
and it was so uncomfortable and no one could bring themselves to say anything that another one of my family members just had to jump in and change the subject and then it just was not talked about again for the rest of the night. Oh my god. <laughs> that is crazy. That's so uncomfortable. Next week's episode, now that we've kind of discussed a little bit of what we're feeling, what the other students are feeling, we're going to have a very special guest in next week's episode, and it's going to be continuing Ooh. the conversation of this. Um, so Get yeah. excited. Woohoo! Savannah, you want to explain who's coming on? Um, yeah, I'm super excited. We're going to be interviewing a counselor um, through CAPS. It's the Student Health organization for students on campus um, we're gonna be asking you some questions about caps and the resources that we can connect students to um, so we're excited about that yeah and thank you so much for that information Savannah I'm really excited to be able to talk with her I think that it's really important to definitely have like a bit of a professional insight on what y'all can do at home or wherever you may be to definitely just keep yourself in check and not feel overwhelmed with what's going on in the world with the politics and then throwing in into the mix the whole stress of school so we're hoping that Definitely. her words of wisdom will bring a little bit of ease to your mind and a little bit of ease to your heart and maybe just we can vibe a little bit better with everything that's going on around us yeah and thank you guys so much for listening we are slugcast the new podcast service we're excited to make podcasts for you guys um we'll be up on youtube after recording this one i think but we should be on spotify sometime soon uh, hopefully iTunes, iTunes, <laughs> not oh, iTunes. Yeah. I'm hoping that we'll be up on to Apple Podcasts very soon as well. Apple, maybe. Ooh, that'd be fun. But I know for sure as well, we're having a website on the works. I'm so excited about that. It's me too. So, um, stay in good spirits, slugs. Wear your masks. Go on some walks. Please. Eat something chocolatey. But if you don't like chocolate, then don't do that. And stay tuned for our next podcast. Alrighty, we'll see y'all later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.